Welcome to the Daily Drive. This show is dedicated to keeping you educated, informed, and most importantly, driven to succeed. We want your feedback, so call us at 1-800-437-5121. Everyone on the Daily Drive Show team hopes you enjoy this show. Here's your host, Ken Noor. Jonathan, welcome to the show. It is an honor to be here. Excited to talk to you today. Let's get rocking and rolling. What would you say are the top three skills that are needed to be a successful entrepreneur? Listening, understanding, and maybe empathy. I mean, I don't know if you would put understanding and empathy in the same thing, but yeah, I would say I would say those those three. What's your greatest fear? How do you manage fear? My greatest fear would be not accomplishing the goals that I have in the time that I would like them to. And how do I manage it? I mean, I'm the type of person that has kind of heard everything. And I'm I'm very, I would say I'm, it's a strong suit that I have is I'm pretty fearless. I don't really think about it too much about like, oh, well, what happens if I fail or what happens if X and Y and Z? So I don't know. I, I mean, that's a, that's a tough question, but I would say something along those lines is just, I just live my life and I try to be positive and I try to have a smile on my face at all times of the day. Sometimes, some days that smile's a little bit bigger than others, but I try to just maintain and, and see the North Star ahead and try to move forward, even if it's just like an inch or in centimeter, as long as it's forward, that's all that matters. Do you have a morning routine? Uh, I try to meditate as much as I can. Some days it doesn't happen and some days it does. That's just the way life is. But I mean, definitely eating breakfast is important. I wish that I stay up. I, I found out that my working hours are more night owl related than morning. So I try to be a morning person, but it, it doesn't seem to work out. <laughs> hey, so describe your or outline. What's your typical day look like? Typical day, wake up somewhere around 7.30, decompress and kind of just like maybe watch something fun on YouTube. I don't really watch TV that much, but then get to work around 9, go to the office around 9, and then just work until around 6 o'clock, come home and decompress for another like 10, 15 minutes just to kind of set the day. And then I go to the gym and I work out for about an hour or so. And then after I come back, I, I work uh, what I like to call second shift, which is the uh, second part of my workday, which is another three, four hours of work until I, um, you know, can't really think straight. And then I go to bed and hopefully read a book by the end of the day just to kind of like learn a little bit. And then I go to bed and I start it all over again. Well, you mentioned reading a book. Uh, got a book that you would recommend? Yeah. I mean, I have a couple. Right now, I'm reading High Output Management by Andrew Grove. I think Adam Grant's Originals is pretty good, too. Creativity, Inc. by Ed uh, Catmull. I think that's a good one. This co-founder of uh, Pixar. Um, Awesome, awesome company. If you could pick one, who has been your greatest inspiration? And not from a book. I mean, in, in your whole world. I mean, who has been your greatest inspiration? The people who have made the ultimate sacrifice in believing in our vision at Penji, and that stems from the people here in, um, in in our office, but just the people who have believed in us. Those are the people that inspire me. And it's not just one person. Like, I, I wish I could say it was, like, family and friends and things like that, but that's 
Yeah, that's that, that's another topic for another day. But it, it was just more so the people who have who have believed in in us and risked their lives for uh, for a dream. And I, I believe that we're we're following through with that. So that that that's inspiring to me. If you could go back in history, though, and anywhere in history, and you could pick one person to talk to, who would it be? I have a feeling that this is going to be a typical a typical answer. So my first gut reaction to that answer was talking to Steve Jobs right before he, he launched the iPhone. I think that would probably be one. Um, but I feel like that could be a typical answer. So It's not typical. No, they're all over the place, man. I, I would even put a caveat and say I, I, I have a huge love affair for Tony Shea of, of Zappos because I think he revolutionized the e-commerce industry. And um, I would love to be able to talk to talk to him and maybe doing like the – I would like to be in the boardroom between him and Jeff Bezos right before Zappos got bought out. I think that would be pretty cool. What's been your most satisfying moment in business? Weirdly enough, it probably happened a couple of weeks ago. We got um, We got nominated for – an award called the Timmy Awards, which, and it was for the, uh, most diverse, uh, most diverse company to work for in 2018. And so I thought that was pretty cool because the people that we were up against were like giant companies. <laughs> um, and then here we are as this like one year old startup that's like in the same sentence as these people. And we're nominated as most diverse startup. We're, we're located in Camden, New Jersey, which, is um, we strategically located ourselves here, but it was used to be the most um, the world's most dangerous city in America at one point in time. And we hire a lot of inner city youth, and we try to give job we give job opportunities to students and residents of Camden, and some of them have very diverse up- upbringings and backgrounds. And so that was a really proud moment for me to be able to be acknowledged for the diversity of our group because. Diversity community in a company allows just more growth because you get different perspectives from other people. So that was a huge accomplishment I'm really proud of. I'm truly impressed. I, I appreciate you mentioned the big names, which doesn't matter, but I'm really impressed with what you're what you're describing. Your commitment to your your employees, your commitment to your team, that's it's very impressive. It's not often heard. I appreciate it. Excluding yours, what company or business do you admire the most? Uh, I would say Pixar. I mean, it's always been. I always said that if like all else failed, I would totally apply. I would always put an application into Pixar just to see. I know their leadership was in questions, uh, questionable not too long ago, but I think the beauty behind anything is storytelling. And if you could tell a good story, then I, I just think that's what that's what really sells at the end of the day. And I think. Uh, Pixar is the ultimate storytelling organization and just getting behind the scenes and why they were successful. I think that'd be, that'd be awesome. That sounds to me like the design side of you coming out storytelling. I'm not a designer at all. I don't, I mean, if you had me design something for you, you would hate it, (laughs) but yeah, like my, I said, my strength would probably be on the business side. Because what I'm hearing then is you're inspired by designers, which is interesting because that means you're inspired by your own employees. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, totally. Like I know I have a good eye. I would say that is my strong suit is like an eye for design. So like I can I can easily easily say like no that was 
that is off uh, 0.5 degrees and you need to make it to the left, move it to the left. Or I could just have that visual eye. But yeah, I would say I would agree with you. Absolutely. If you could travel back to the first day that you started this and you can have 15 minutes with your former self to communicate anything you've learned or lessons or whatever, what would you tell yourself? I, I think about this regularly, believe it or not, and, and that could be a bad thing, um, but I would just say trust your gut and just listen to your own intuition. I think sometimes you you get swayed by so many things. I know in the very beginning, I would watch and listen so many crap um, like videos and articles and get inspired and neatly shut down everything and be like, we got to go down this direction because this guy just said it. Um, I think I would, I would also say like read more books. Those, those would probably be like the small things. I wouldn't change anything drastic, but just like, cause I think the time that like the way we got here is, it wasn't bad. The timing was probably could have been a lot faster, but I think if, we hit those markers and read more and, and studied more and um, and trusted our own gut. I think I think we could have been here already, and, and it's not even further along. That's uh, I think good advice. Yeah, <laughs> man. One of the advice you were one of the pieces you talked about was in adding to the investment of yourself, trusting yourself, but then also. Hey, read more. Uh, invest more into yourself. Uh, uh, those are good pieces of advice. If you could give a piece of advice to an, an up-and-coming wannabe entrepreneur. The question would be, how can you almost guarantee success within your business or within your personal life or whatever it may be? And the answer to that, in my opinion, would be revolving along around the, the, the mindset of ego. I think a lot of times we make decisions in life, in business, because our ego is slightly tarnished, our ego is scratched, um, maybe something is done because you feel a certain way, and we all have egos, I have a massive one, but I think you have to be able to control the ego at, at some point in time, and it's kind of just like, take a step back and think to yourself, like, why am I acting this way? Am I pissed off because this guy uh, just insulted me or girl just insulted me and I need to re re refute back? I, I think some stuff like that, like that ego, if you if you get in your own way and you're constantly ego-driven and things like that, I, 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 I could say that failure may be inevitable for you. But if you can just, again, take a step back and check yourself uh, out in the mirror and have that conversation and check your ego at the door, I, I can almost guarantee that, um, it may not be the amount of success that you would want, but um, you will be successful. That is incredible advice, Jonathan, without a doubt. Check your ego at the door. Be humble. Yeah, absolutely. It was fantastic having you on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. It was, uh, it was really good. Great question. Amazing, amazing question. So thank you for um, being candid. Absolutely. I uh, We may, uh, we may uh, call you back and drag you back on again in the future, and I... Uh, I wish you the absolute best of luck as you continue to build Penji. It sounds like you guys are rocking and rolling. Congratulations Thank on you. that diversity award. That's amazing stuff. I'm glad that you you're had your best moment or feeling of success, but I'm sure there are many more in your future, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's only be the beginning, and I'll be honored to come on back anytime you want to have me. Absolutely. Thanks, Jonathan, again. Have a great day, man.
Thanks for listening, and thanks to our sponsor, That Company. Why is That Company the white-label digital marketing provider for some of the biggest agencies in the industry? Because we get results, we retain clients, and we deliver profitability. Visit www.thatcompany.com to find out how we can make your agency more profitable. If you want to give us feedback, call us now at 1-800-437-5121 or drop by dailydriveshow.com. Make sure you add us to your Alexa daily briefing skill. Don't forget that you can listen to us live every day on WQBQ at 7.30 a.m. The show wouldn't be possible without the Daily Drive Show team, web guru Taj Royer, executive producer Josh Cardoza, and the social media man with the plan. And Roy Wilson. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow.